In Alice in Wonderland, Lewis Carroll created an epic female character. I've always loved her, and I admire that through her misadventures, she recognizes that very few things are really impossible. Hello, and welcome to Six Impossible Things. I am your host, Matt Collage, and I'd like to introduce you to my humble approach to understanding your creative potential. Every Tuesday, I will share with you thoughts, strategies, and a few anecdotes from my own experience as a creative. We will tread on the heels of Alice into a world of ingenuity and imagination. I hope you'll find inspiration to be creative in your own unique way. It will be a boost to your life in many different aspects, not only in art making. So there's always room at the table. Let's put the kettle on and get this party started. Hello again and welcome to our next episode of Six Impossible Things. The title of this episode might be a bit of an overstatement, I realize that. If you were in fact burning with curiosity, you would hardly need this podcast at all. But maybe, maybe you're just smoldering and you can't get started on your own. Then this might be the ticket. So let's get on with it. Let's say that you're wondering where this might be leading. That's fine. A little curiosity never hurt anyone. Unless you're a cat, you know, you know the saying. Curiosity has its nasty side too, but not here. This is the good kind of curiosity. So to recap, we meant to decide today if being creative is a worthwhile undertaking. Let's first acknowledge that we all have responsibilities. We have problems and things that go bump in the night when you least expect them. That is a fact. But we all have dreams as well. And the saddest thing is that we're taught that they are impossible to attain. That's quite an obstacle to being creative. We're told that dreams exist in a parallel universe and that to chase them is to waste valuable time. I was told that. Perhaps you were as well. It's actually more common than you think, and it happens from the time we are very, very little. I will tell you a short story. I learned the word impossible when I was tiny. It was used to refer to me. I was, quote unquote, impossible for reasons that we will attend to later. All of those reasons, turns out, were out of my control, by the way. And if this, if this sounds familiar, you were probably also pigeonholed in that role without even auditioning for it. That's how, I, uh, how it happened to me. Well, what I realized many years into being impossible is that the impatience and all the questions and the stubbornness are your superpowers. Even if people continue to label you impossible, you can learn to harness those powers into growth and creative accomplishments. Alice, for instance, finds her place and, and her strength by interacting with characters who are not particularly nice to her. 
Think about it. I remember clear as day that I used to think that if I was impossible and I was there, the word impossible didn't mean much at all. I mean, I was there. Was I just in the wrong place? Maybe I didn't belong? But my dad was also there with his own version of impossible. And people used to tell me, and not in a complimentary way, that I was a mini version of him. To cope with things, I used to make believe that I was a different child. I would dress up, leave the house, stay in the stairwell for a bit, and then come back. I would ring the bell and make funny voices as if I was someone else. Other times, I would call through the intercom in the building from downstairs and make up stories pretending to be a friend of mine, someone from school maybe, because I would get a nicer and more different reaction. Of course, in time, nobody was fooled by it. But I guess I was testing to find out what version of me was the most acceptable. I will tell you more later on. When I, when I realized that this was a losing battle, I thought I would change my circumstances instead. Or maybe just improve them a little. You know, I was obsessed with moving furniture around, changing the way a room looked, for instance. I had stashed food in secret hiding places where I would retreat for hours. And I would draw maps, imaginary maps, with no, no connection to any real places, where I thought I would travel at the earliest opportunity. In the end, I just wanted to be more agreeable to the people around me. But at the same time, I wanted to remain me, and it did feel quite impossible for a while. Some of these people didn't deserve my efforts to conform. And you might find yourself even now as an adult in a similar situation, maybe at home or maybe at work or school. Don't stop imagining that it can get better. But also stick to the fact that you do not have to change who you are. I'm usually polite and perfectly pleasant if you catch me on a good day. But the child who was eager to please at the expense of her own truth doesn't exist anymore. So, in short, one of the things that you gain through imagination is an honest view of who you are. It affords you a wonderful vantage point, a full view of yourself, a 360 view, strengths and weaknesses in full display. Another thing is quality time with yourself. The hours I spent hiding in closets or under the bed eating chocolate and bread and dried figs gave me plenty of time to think. You see, in order to be creative, you have to direct your attention inwards. How often do you do that? That was a tough one for me, actually. I was always accommodating what other people needed. I meant to please, I wanted to be liked, and I thought that what I wanted well, really didn't matter. So with introspection comes creative thinking. It's a form of problem solving, 
and it makes you resourceful. That's what I found. Lastly, creativity gives you purpose, the kind of purpose that feels intentional and provides direction. This purpose is born of feeding that part of you that is actually starving. I wanted acknowledgement, and in school, I was good academically, in sports, but particularly in art. And I put lots of effort in art making because the feedback was like nothing else I ever experienced. I felt great. When you find your quote-unquote thing, you look forward to spending more of your time doing it because it brings you joy and recognition. And... Ask yourself for a second if you would welcome any of these things into your life now, at this moment. If the answer is yes, then six impossible things is here to accompany you. You will make your own discoveries, of course, but I will be there to support you with Alice by our side each step of the way. It's a very worthwhile enterprise. Meet me here next Tuesday for our next episode when we'll talk about the best time to start introducing imagination and creativity into your day. Believe you can do it. It is by no means impossible. And you have it in you to chase that white rabbit, whatever the consequences. Have a nice cup of tea and I'll see you Tuesday. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Six Impossible Things. I hope you enjoyed it. Please join me again next week. Subscribe on your favorite app so you don't miss any episodes. And visit madcollage.com for original artwork, exclusive prints, and monthly offers. For extra goodies, please visit my Redbubble store and select your favorite merchandise. You can also help make Six Impossible Things possible with a small contribution so that I can enjoy a lovely cup of tea while I write and edit this content. Have a peaceful and creative week. Take care.